This is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Brewer, time in the pocket. To the end zone. Touchdown, Denzel Mims. One play, nine yards. Baylor leads 27-3 over Oklahoma. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340 and I-35 South in Waco, and on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. The Baylor offense, obviously, is something people question coming out of there with route running. Uh, now, as we talked about with Jim Nagy, Super Bowl week certainly helped him in that regard. Uh, then he goes and has a phenomenal uh, combine workout uh, where he did everything spectacularly well. Uh, was 6'3", 207, ran under 4'4", vertical almost 40 inches. That's great three cones. So I think you look at Denzel, man, that gives a borderline first. Almost put him in the late first, put him in the early second instead to Indianapolis. But he's in that late one, early two category. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Got to go mess around and just throw it. Got to be a pass play. Ten seconds to play. Brewer in the end zone to Mims. Denzel Mims with the catch. Denzel Mims gives the Bears the lead. Charlie Brewer to Denzel Mims. Baylor leads 34-31 with seven seconds on the clock. How about Denzel Mims? Welcome to homecoming. Bears take the lead, 34-31. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. And welcome to John Morris Show on a Thursday. Glad you're with us. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield to IMG College. Going back to this past season for some uh, Denzel Mims highlights as we are one week away from the start of the NFL draft. And Denzel is, uh, you heard from Mel Kuyper Jr. in there as well. Uh, Denzel is in really good position to have his name called uh, possibly on the first day, hopefully the first day, but if not, very early on day two. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris sheltered in at home here in Hewitt. Q is in the studio uh, getting us on the air and making things work. And Q, good morning to you. We were uh, face-to-face yesterday, but back to our socially distanced uh, connecting uh, by uh, Comrex Access this morning. Yeah, we're back at it again, but uh, it was nice to to have you in studio yesterday for a little while and uh, got a lot of good things accomplished. So, uh, yeah, just kind of back at it, uh, business as usual uh, around here, and, uh, you know, (laughs) we're able to get things going. And and I'll tell you right there, man, listening to those uh, highlights, especially that homecoming game against uh, Oklahoma State, I remember exactly where I was. That's one of those plays where I remember exactly where I was, where I was standing, who I was talking to when that play happened. And uh, Denzel caught that game-winning touchdown pass in the corner of the end zone. Uh, that was just an awesome play. Awesome play. Awesome way to win that uh, homecoming game. Uh, lots of fun right there. It really was. It, and that one goes back two years to the homecoming win over Oklahoma State right. uh, here in Waco. Great, great catch by Denzel. And were you on the field? So yeah. Was late in the game, were yes. you already on the field? Yes, yeah. I was on the field. And uh, that was just, I mean, just getting that kind of a rush from that catch and the right. energy. I mean, you heard your energy. You heard J.J. Joe's energy. But the energy of the crowd was right. amazing, especially in the corner that it was. And, uh, you know, all the students were, were, I mean, they were obviously down on the across the field. But, I mean, just that whole end zone was just 
losing their mind. It was great. Yeah, and you know, my, another thought that I had when I was putting that together and listening to those cuts, especially that one, and you mentioned the crowd, think about if we play football in the fall in an empty stadium and <laughs> right. you don't have any of that energy and crowd noise, you know, behind a broadcast. That's big. You know, when you do a broadcast, that's a big part of it is the uh, crowd sound, you know, that Bob Baker, our engineer, pipes in to us. And, uh, you know, imagine what that would be like. It'd just be so dry without crowd sound behind it. It really will be. And it's going to be, you know, so strange if that's the case, just because, again, you don't hear that crowd sound. You'll hear the players talking to each other, talking, you know, noise. Yeah. You'll hear guys like me on the sideline who say, whoa, you know, that was, you know, or, and even though that that's not a real big loud sound, if it's no crowd, you're going to hear something like that, that's you true. know? And so that's just, it's so much different. So, uh, yeah, hopefully it's not what it comes to, but, um, you know, it, it very well could be. Yeah, let's hope. I mean, it could happen, and, you know, we want what's best for everyone, right. uh, safety and welfare and, you know, health of everyone, fans, student-athletes, coaches, everybody. But, uh, man, I hope it doesn't come to that. We were real close to that in Kansas City. I mean, if we had played those games on that Thursday, uh, day two of the Big 12 basketball tournament, it would have been with uh, limited fans in the stands. Remember, they were going to allow, uh, what was it, 150 or 250? Right. Basically, uh, family fan. members, right? Yeah, basically. 150, I think, was the number per team to come in. So basically, family members. So that would have been the uh, big old Sprint Center, 18,300 hmm. uh, fans in there. So it would have been very, very quiet in that building. And, of course, that didn't even happen. You know, we didn't even play the right. games there. But, but that's one of the proposals that's out there is, uh, you know, maybe bringing uh, football back in the fall, but bringing it back without fans in the stands. So we'll just see how that uh, transpires over the next few months. Yeah, no, we will. We'll just have to continue to do what we're doing, which is just navigating through the waters. But I will say when we were in Kansas City, and I, it's probably selfish, but I kind of wanted to, to see what it was going to be like to have a, a game played or a tournament really? like that played yeah. with no fans just so basically so later on in life I could tell the story of hey I remember in 2020 when I sat around in a in a in a basketball arena and there was no fans and it was a big 12 tournament you know I mean it, it's it's sure. just it's based off the storytelling really and again like oh, I said sure, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's pretty much selfish but at the same time it's something that you're not used to and so you know it's one of those yeah I was there when that happened all about getting a good story. Right. <laughs> right. True. It's my life. <laughs> I, hear, I hear what you're saying. No, I hear you completely. But, man, that would have been strange. So mm -hmm. um, so we'll see, again, how things transpire uh, as we hopefully uh, get a plan in place to have football coming up in the fall. Uh, you'll hear from Denzel Mims coming up in just a bit. He was on with Matt Mosley uh, a week or so ago, a little over a week ago. So uh, we'll let you hear from Denzel Mims, his thought as he prepares for the NFL draft, what he's, uh, you know, how he's preparing, what he's thinking, who he's talked to, who he's heard from. So we'll let you hear that interview with Denzel Mims coming up in just uh, a bit. But uh, one week away, cue from the uh, NFL draft, which starts next Thursday, the 23rd. We are one day away from the WNBA draft. That is yep. tomorrow night. 
And uh, I'll let you know this. We'll have Juicy Landrum on with us tomorrow morning from Baylor. Uh, Juicy uh, expects to, and I'm sure she will, have her name called at some point during the draft tomorrow, along with Lauren Cox and Taya Cooper from Baylor. So uh, it's a big, uh, big day, big buildup for the uh, WNBA draft tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, Lauren Cox, we know she'll be the first Baylor Lady Bear off the board. I mean, no doubt about that. She'll probably be number three at the at the worst. Worst case scenario, go number three. But uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm interested to see where where Juicy goes and, and lands. And I'm so excited about her just because. I mean, Taya, I'm ex- I'm excited for her as well. But I mean, she was here for one year, you know, so we we got to know her and we know what kind of player she is. But we watched Juicy Landrum grow up. You right. know, I mean, we, you're we, right. Yeah. You know, it's almost like the the city uh, helped raise her. Baylor raised her. And, and we saw her from uh, when she was a La Vega pirate to the to, you know, to being a Baylor lady bear, winning a national championship. And, you know, just year after year after year to this point now where she's going to have that opportunity to play in the WNBA. Very excited about the La Vega product. Yeah, that that is really a fun part of it, isn't it? When you have somebody that's a local product and and really good too, mm-hmm. and on a good team, won a state championship at La Vega, and then stays home and comes to Baylor and has a great career here. Now has a chance to move on into the next uh, next stage of her uh, basketball career. So that is really fun when we've got you know people like that 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 grow up here and you know them, and then get to kind of kick them out of the nest, you know, to go play <laughs> professionally. Right, and then I mean, you know, very well because you've interviewed her plenty of times but I mean you know as a freshman you know she was very quiet very shy and then you kind of saw her just gradually talk a little bit more than a little bit more and you know at some point and she's not one that you know she's not like Didi where she's just going to go and try to can you know own the room or whatever and that's just not her personality but you've seen her grow over the years and you see how much you know how much more now she's vocal and and he's even taken on that leadership role uh her senior year at Baylor so it's been a lot of fun to see just the development of Juicy Landrum. Yeah, so the WNBA draft comes up tomorrow night. We'll visit with Juicy uh, tomorrow morning here in the 9 a.m. hour. Uh, a uh, teleconference, a Zoom teleconference this afternoon with Lauren and Taya and Juicy. So uh, stay tuned. You'll hear cuts from that uh, after it occurs, and that's at 2 o'clock this afternoon. All right, we're off and running on this Thursday morning. We're glad you're with us. Sun is shining. Beautiful day in central Texas, headed towards 75 degrees and sunshine in Waco today. So take advantage of this uh, beautiful stretch of weather that we have. Cool this morning, 43 this morning on uh, on the walk with Brinkley, our dog, but uh, going to warm up to 75. So really, really nice day here in Central Texas. Take a break. Back with more in a moment. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today. Should be a beautiful day. A little on the breezy side with highs topping out at 74 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight. We drop to 57. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies. We've got a cold front that will move through about noontime. 66 degrees will be the high around noon, 1 o'clock, and then temperatures falling into the 50s later on in the afternoon. Just a 20% chance of rain as the front moves through. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like... 
Well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. A healthy diet, along with the right supplements, helps support your immune system, specifically a multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of their patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase of $60 or more, plus free shipping. That's IMMUNE20 to coopercomplete.com for 20% off and free shipping when you spend $60 or more. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRozier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. to today's GMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Thursday morning. The Rob Sellers funky bump of the day on this Thursday. Rob, there you go. Some earth, wind, and fire. Can't go wrong there. Earth, wind, and fire uh, coming to Waco was scheduled for May 30th, part of the Providence uh, Gala, but has been postponed, not canceled. But postponed, uh, February 6th is the new date for that. So we look forward to that uh, February 6th in Waco, all benefiting the Providence Foundation. Welcome back. Glad you're with us, John Morris and Q. And we're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Always great to let you know uh, what they have available there, what they have going on. Number one, it's a group you can trust. It's a family-operated business been in business in Central Texas since 1943, and it's four generations, uh, four generations of the Embry family. So they uh, know what they've doing, know what they're doing. They've got great experience doing that. 
and uh, they're folks that uh, they aren't going anywhere. They've been here for a long time, and they will be here for a lot longer into the future. Hey, if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium, that's the hottest thing going right now. You don't know how to get started. Well, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. Also, they carry all sizes of pipe from one-half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. Also, square tubing half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects, such as uh, maybe a deer stand. Q, if you're going to build a deer stand or ornamental iron jobs, this tubing comes in black or already prime. Basically, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Now, in Waco, they're at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. They're also in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. And, of course, they're available 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Pioneerboys.com is the website for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. All right, uh, glad you're with us on this Thursday morning. We'll hear from uh, Denzel Mims, an interview that he did with Matt Mosley uh, coming up in just a few minutes. We look forward to that. Uh, sad news I want to pass along to you uh, in that former Baylor baseball player, Ron Patterson, passed away. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I think he had a heart attack and then uh, uh, maybe a few days ago, but then passed away yesterday. So uh, Ron was here for a couple of years uh, back in the mid-90s. And uh, if you were uh, following, watching Baylor baseball, you'll remember him from those days. Uh, And his son, Ryan, is a Baylor signee and will be here in the fall. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I hate that for Ron uh, and his family, for Ryan and his entire family. But uh, Ron Patterson passing away. And uh, just remember them in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, Sounds like it was very, very sudden uh, heart attack. Not expected at all. He's not... uh, I mean, he was playing here in the mid-90s. Ron's probably in his early 40s, so yeah. uh, way too young to uh, to pass away. But that hits hits hard and hits close to home. Remember him as a player, and, and then his son has signed as a uh, player to play for Coach Steve Rodriguez next year with Baylor Baseball. Uh, what else is going on? Q, there was uh, uh, a uh, – apparently it's an ongoing deal with the conference commissioners – Uh, at the various conferences, especially at the uh, uh, Power Five, the Autonomous Five conferences getting together. And those five commissioners uh, met with or virtually, I guess, met with Vice President uh, uh, Mike Pence yesterday. So, uh, I mean, they're they're going to the highest levels there to, uh, you know, to see what they can do and what they're able to do and kind of let uh, the vice president know, you know, the situation for colleges. Um, Bob Bowlesby certainly involved in that from the Big 12, but the commissioners from the Big 12, the ACC, the uh, Big 10, the SEC, and the Pac-12 going together and and, – so I made the request to Bob Berta, you know, Bob with the Big 12 office, right. said, hey, uh, any chance we could get Commissioner Bowlesby on with us? He said, what time? And I said, oh, how about like 925? And he said, no, he's got a call with the other commissioners. He said every day at 925. Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah. Wow, so yeah. 
that shows that, man, they're doing everything they can if they're talking every day, mm-hmm. you know, just to talk over the situations. Right. And uh, the latest that I saw that came down, what, yesterday afternoon was basically what uh, Mac Rose, I believe, had said to you already and had kind of questioned and thrown it out there about, you know, how could if if there's any chance of, of uh you know, players, student athletes coming back to campus before actual students come back to campus. And he said, I don't think, you know, how would you be able to really justify that? And I right. guess right now, as of right now, they're they're not allowing, they're not going to allow student athletes on campus before any athletes can come or before any students can come back to, to campus, which I think, I mean, that's that's just fair. I mean, that's the only way it, it could be. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's interesting times. and It's probably on a day to day thing where uh, times could change. But, uh, yeah, it's just really interesting on how things are shaking out right now. Yeah, well, that's right, and you you can't do that. I mean, you just there's no way you could do that. Uh, say, hey, we're bringing the football team back. Well, you know, the rest of the students, nobody can come back <laughs> right, to campus. Right. There's no way on so many levels. There's no way you can do that. So, uh, you know, so that that makes sense. That, that's that's the right move and not an unexpected move at all. So, uh, you know, it's got to be it's got to be completely, and, and you just can't push this process. I mean, right. I think we all want sports to get back going you know we want to have hope that there's going to be football college football in the fall but you can't push it you know right you you bring them back and and there's you know one case that breaks out and uh it shuts it down completely again exactly exactly and i i think i mean i was correct right when i said that mac Rhodes had made that point to you already Yes. Yeah, yes, that's what yes. I thought. Yeah, and so that's that's uh, that's I mean that's what it's all about. You know, if you if you bring them back too soon, and like you mentioned, one case breaks out, then it's a wrap. Then it's all going to be shut down. Then it's going to be, see, you were too eager to get back, and look what happened. So right, really got to be careful here. You can't rush it. Just can't rush it at all. So uh, yeah, Mac uh, uh, did say that with us. If you want to go and find that podcast, it's available on the Baylor web- website. Uh, great, uh, almost an hour. Conf- um, conversation with mac Rhodes, so that's available on our website uh wherever you might get your uh, podcast that's available just search uh, mac Rhodes or baylor athletics or sikkim podcast is the name of it so uh, that's out there as well all right let's do this let's take a break uh when we come back let you hear an interview matt mosley had with denzel mims about a week ago denzel is one week away from finding out where his destination will be in the nfl the nfl draft is one week from today so we'll hear that uh, interview with denzel mims when we come back hey we're glad you're with us on this thursday morning again a beautiful day shaping up in central texas we appreciate you tuning in we'll take a break and be right back john morris show is always brought to you by baylor university where lights shine bright and that's two for the Jayhawks at the end, but the Bears win by 12. Baylor's first win ever in Allen Fieldhouse. And the Bears, number four in the nation, impressive in a win over third-ranked Kansas on their home floor. Final score, Baylor 67, Kansas 55. And, John, this, this Baylor team is the real deal. The home of Baylor Bear basketball, ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. 
Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Everything we do, we do for you. Like a boss, no closing costs. Up to $50,000. First Central Credit Union helps you discover money in your home. You'll have cash for anything. A new roof or renovation, a vacation or wedding, college, or you may need to consolidate debt at a lower rate. If you have equity in your home, it's easy to apply online at www.firstcentralcu.com or at your nearest First Central location. Offer good now through April 30th. So get started today. Like a boss, no closing costs. Subject to membership eligibility, credit approval, and loan policies. Member NCUA. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Hey, Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about sealing your roof properly. You want to seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. On Wednesday, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst Mel Kuyper Jr. gave his thoughts on Baylor's Denzel Mims on his pre-draft conference call. The Baylor offense obviously is something people question coming out of there with route running. Senior Bowl week certainly helped him in that regard. Then he goes and has a phenomenal uh, combine workout where he did everything spectacular well. It was 6'3", 207, ran under 4'4", vertical almost 40 inches at the great three cone. So I think you look at Denzel, man, I think he's a borderline first, almost put him in the late first, but he's in that late one, early two category. Also on Wednesday, four UMHB football players were named to the NFF Hampshire Honor Society. Defensive lineman Elijah Cross, linebacker Tevin Jones, defensive lineman Joey Longoria, and quarterback Luke Foreman. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Snap to Brewer. Brewer, slant, touchdown, center of the field. Denzel Mims on the receiving end. The Bears dial it up to a 20-3 lead over the Longhorn. Now, back to today's GMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Highlight Cut, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Another Denzel Mims highlight. And going to hear from him coming up in just a moment. John Morris, Q on this Thursday morning. And uh, Q, I got an email this week from, uh, who it was? I think it was CBS, CBS Sports. And they were looking for some Denzel Mims highlight cuts. And so I, st- I said, no problem, and uh, start digging through the files to find those to send to them. And it was not hard at all. <laughs> you didn't have to look very long uh, to find Denzel Mims highlights. Uh, I mean, just about any game that I went to, I could have found, uh, you know, some Denzel Mim highlight cuts. Yeah, no, and I mean, he came up big in, in a lot of games, and uh, you know, something that um, Coach Matt Rule pointed out multiple times that, you know, all his catches and all his yards and touchdowns always came when Baylor needed them. You know, it's not like they were, uh, you know, they weren't blowout, just kind of fill the stat sheet type, uh, you know, catches and, and yards and touchdowns. It was always, hey, the team needs the score here. The team needs this. The team needs that. And he was always able to come through uh, in the clutch. So those those kind of numbers and, and those kind of stats that he uh, put up, actually they, they kind of stand a little bit taller because they were yeah, so critical. Yeah. That's exactly right. Great career at Baylor. Really, uh, you know, his numbers were off a bit his junior season, but he really bounced back his senior season Mm -hmm. despite being a marked man. So uh, has put himself in great position for the NFL draft, which begins one week from tonight. Uh, You heard the cut in Q Sports Center from uh, no less than Mel Kuyper saying that Denzel may have moved himself up into a first-round draftable position. Uh, He certainly helped himself at the Combine and then the senior Bowl uh, turned a lot of heads there with performances there. So here is uh, Matt Mosley's conversation with Denzel Mims from uh, a week and a half ago, looking ahead to Denzel going into the NFL draft, which begins one week from tonight. Uh, Denzel, very uh, happy to have you. I know it's a crazy time, but uh, this is a uh, it's going to be going to be a great time for you and your family here in a couple of weeks. Uh, thank you for having me. This is most definitely going to be an amazing time for me and my family these next couple of weeks, and I'm just going to try to enjoy it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I got to talk to you a little bit at the at the Sugar Bowl, and uh, that was a uh, that was a you know fun time leading up to that game and everything. And you had, boy, you had so many people were swirling. Oh, is the coach going to leave? What's going to happen? But uh, that was a uh, what a what an unbelievable way to end your Baylor career with such a great season and such an incredible turnaround. How much does that come up, Denzel, in your meetings with these NFL teams, almost kind of talking about how, you know, the 1-11 all the way to uh, nearly winning the Big 12 title? Uh, it comes up a lot. I mean, they just want to know the secret to how we change the program around in a couple of years from 1-11 to 11-3. And um, really what I could tell them is just, you know, um, Coach Rule left it in our seniors' hands, you know. He trusted he trusted a group of seniors and um, that we was going to do the right thing and that we was going to actually lead the team and be a part of the team, do everything we can and hold everybody accountable. And he let us do that, and we did that. Yeah, you sure did. You all had an amazing run. Walk us through a little bit about uh, these FaceTime or uh, I don't know if you all are using Zoom what, what what's that like? Because usually you would do visits. Of course, y'all would have had the pro day. That would have been a lot of fun because there's a lot of you guys that are draft eligible for Baylor and a lot of interest. So everybody would have been in Waco for that. But what are what have these? Uh, how do you do it? You just get on your 
iPad or your computer and uh, visit with teams? What have those been like? Um, it's been it's been great, you know, just meeting new teams and um, hearing about their program and trying to figure out how their system going to be and what their what's what they want your job to be. I mean, it's, it's great. You know, you meet a lot of, a lot of uh, new people and you build a relationship with coaches that you can have forever. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, waking up early to FaceTime them. You know, it's amazing. I wish I can go and take the visit, but, you know, uh, everything's happening for a reason. So I just accept the, accept the FaceTime call. Is it, have they, kind of narrowed it down for you i mean do you feel like there's like four or five teams that i mean a lot of teams wanted to talk to you and uh, it'll it'll be uh, you, you never know i mean it may be a team that you haven't talked to that much who ends up drafting you but if you kind of had to say right now uh are there about three or four teams who've shown more interest than say other teams um i think it's, it's really been like about six or seven yeah, team has been showing a lot of interest. I've been getting a lot of calls, a, a lot of calls lately, and so right now I'm just trying to see who's going to draft me. You never know, but yeah, you're right. You never know. I might end up getting drafted by a team that I haven't talked to at all, mm-hmm. and so I'm just sitting here trying to sitting here trying to wait and just be patient and see who where, where I end up at. Is it funny? I mean, the Panthers already know you extremely well. Yeah. <laughs> do they? Do they ever Facetime you just to check in on you, or is that one of those things uh, you don't really have to talk to Coach, them that much? Me and Coach Rule talk to me and Coach Rule talk a lot. You know, we are we always been talking a lot throughout this whole process, even before. And um, just they, I talked to them one time as a staff, but me and Coach Rule talk all the time. As that's my guy, you know, and we got a great relationship. So that would be fun, but you're obviously kind of open to whatever. What If you don't mind sharing, can you tell us a couple of the other teams that you've uh, talked to the most uh, in this process? Um, hard to say. Eagles, the Bills, the Bears, Colts, the Jets, Cowboys, Rams, and um, the Titans. All right, and uh, man, those are uh, that's a that's a that's a those would be some very interesting situations, and obviously some very talented young quarterbacks in most of those places uh, you just mentioned. Now, of course, everybody in our listening audience, and we're talking to Denzel Mims, the uh, Baylor, well, one of the great receivers in the Big Twelve over the past four years, uh, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. All right, who do you? The Cowboys have had that major. Uh, staff change. What did you think? Did you get to talk to uh, Mike McCarthy? Was it more their wide receivers coach? Who have you gotten to know with the Cowboys organization? Let me see. I think it was um, his name was uh, his name was Chad. Well, I just know his, his name was Chad. Someone named Chad that I was talking uh-huh. to, and um, I talked to him for a few, <clears throat> and we talked on Facetime for a little bit. And, you know what I mean? It was, great. it was a great conversation. I'm always, I always enjoy talking to new people. So, did, so you, did you grow up uh, rooting for the Cowboys? What was your team growing up? Or did you – I know some, some guys uh, sort of uh, pick out players that they really love. What was your – who was your team, uh, your NFL team growing up? 
Um, my NFL team growing up was a uh, Minnesota Vikings. You know, I love the Minnesota Vikings growing up because uh, of Adrian Peterson, and I mean that's just who I grew up watching. Yeah, and I'm sure Randy Moss might have played some role in that, although you're pretty young when Randy was doing his thing with the Vikings. So did you see that Mel Kuyper Jr., I know you uh, try not to get so caught up in all these uh, mock drafts. Do you? Did you notice that uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. had you going to those Minnesota Vikings uh, with the 22nd pick in the first round? Uh, uh, yes, I ended, I ended up seeing it. I mean, you know, I got my I got my teammates and my friends and family be sending me stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't really too much be on, on social media to see it, but, I mean, they let me know the things are going on. Yeah. How did you – you did you had an incredible workout at the Combine. You really uh, did great at the Senior Bowl. Um, who would you credit, other than yourself, but uh, the work you put in before the Combine? Because that was for such a big – receiver like you i mean that's uh, to run i think it was maybe a four three eight from what i remember um that's that's pretty phenomenal who do you uh, uh where did you work out and and who do you give the most credit for kind of getting you to that point um i give the credit to brent calloway from um xos at frisco texas and david robinson um at um <clears throat> dallas texas i mean those two guys helped me a lot uh, David Robinson helped me a lot for as the football side, and uh, Brent Calloway helped me a lot for as the workout. I mean, the uh, weight room side and the speed training. So, I mean, just having those two guys was great, and um, I recommend anybody to go go to them because those are two great, two great uh, individuals. Now, uh, it is Denzel Mims, the great Baylor wide receiver, getting ready for the draft. What do you do uh, during this coronavirus? To make sure that you're you're conditioning and and uh, you know staying where you need to be and and uh, continuing to work out, make sure you you don't get uh, too much rust or anything like that. Or do you have a local field that you go to? Where are you hanging out these days? Uh, well, I still work out. I work out in, in Waco. Um, okay. I get up. I get up and work out with one of my old teammates that uh, I played with a couple years a couple years back. And um, we just, I just work out with him because um, he's a trainer now, and I train with him, and um, we go through football stuff as, as well, and I just train with him every day. Which teammate is that? Uh, his name Tyree Simmons. He's I played with him uh, two years ago. Uh, it's my junior year, oh. senior, a junior year, and sophomore year when I played with him. Okay, so you were you were in uh, Waco. Have you had any chance? I know nobody's allowed really out and about on the Baylor campus these days. But uh, in talking to some of your your friends on the team, what do you, what kind of uh, feedback have you gotten on not only Dave Aranda but maybe even what uh, Larry Fedora is going to try to do at Baylor with that offense? Obviously, uh, your quarterback will have uh, one more one more go at it. I actually talked to uh, Aranda when I after the after the combine. You know, I felt like it was the perfect time to meet him. You know, because I I was so busy that I didn't get the chance to meet him like the other players did. And so I mean, I came back and um, I actually woke up probably like five thirty in the morning just to go to their workout and see how <clears throat> to see how they was working out, see how the team is going to be, and 
And um, I think he's a great coach. I spent like 20, 30 minutes talking to him, and um, I like him a lot. Was there anybody ever in the Big 12, uh, even going back to your sophomore year when you were you were playing a lot and putting up big numbers, that uh, from a cornerback or safety perspective that was the toughest person you ever went up against? And maybe it's somebody who's uh, going to be in this draft. But is there any Big 12 player that stands out in your mind who is maybe your toughest adversary during, during your years at Baylor? I can say that... <clears throat> The toughest person to me, you know, and I and I say this with all confidence, is uh, is is Jameson Houston. You know, he played for Baylor. Um, <clears throat> he's a guy that I went against every single day, and the matchup never got old. I mean, it'd be some days he get me, it'd be some days I get him, and it, it just it was tough to go against him every single day. You know, and I think he's a big sleeper in his draft. And um, a person that's not that I didn't play against was uh, Jeff Gladney. You know, I feel like I honestly feel like he's the best corner in this in this in this draft. <clears throat> you know, him and Akuda, they both they both the top two corners in this draft. But you know, I feel like you know those are that's, those are two corners that you know are the toughest: Jameson Houston and Jeff Gladney. That is Denzel Mims, a conversation with Matt Mosley. Uh, a week and a half ago is when that took place. Now uh, airing that today as we are one week away from the NFL draft, and Denzel's really put himself in good position to be uh, potentially a number one uh, draft pick uh, in the NFL draft. Begins a week from the day, the 23rd of April. All right, hope you enjoyed hearing from him. It'll be fun to watch uh, where he ends up. Uh, Bruce listening to us, a big Bills fan, says he can picture Denzel in a Buffalo Bills <laughs> uniform. So I know Bruce is pushing for that, and that's certainly a possibility. You know, Q, he named those teams that, uh, that he had had, I guess, contact or the most contact with, and it was a, a long list, you know, so a lot of teams are checking in on Denzel. Yeah, no, they really are. You know, it's funny. He mentioned that he grew up being a, a, um, a Vikings fan because of Adrian Peterson. And, uh, you know, immediately when I heard Vikings, I thought Randy Moss as well, just like Matt right. Mosley did. Right. But, uh, you know, one of the teams that makes the most sense for him is would be basically the Vikings uh, arch nemesis in the Green Bay Packers. They make uh. a lot of sense at number 30 for him. And that's actually kind of where I have him pegged to, to go is, is Green Bay at number 30. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see where he goes. But I think pairing him up with Aaron Rodgers and uh, they have a really good uh, uh, wide receiver across from him already. And uh, Devontae Adams, I think that'd be a really good pairing for uh for the Packers and for Denzel as well. Nice. Very good. You still going uh, on your team-by-team team, uh, draft previews? Yes, we are. We are up to, uh, where are we at? 16. We have the Falcons today and the Cowboys today at 17 as well. And then uh, Miami, for their second pick, will be at 18. But I think we'll get that in. Either I'll send a text message to the guy, because we've already had him on once, so I don't think we have to have him on again. I'll just send a text message and say, all right, you're up on pick 18. What do you think? And so <laughs> I think we'll knock out 16, 17, and 18 today. Very good, very good. Sounds good. All right, that's coming up uh, on an unnecessary roughness between noon and three today. All right, take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll look ahead. We'll wrap things up. We got some birthdays to share with you and our uh, teams uh, of the decade, the all decade uh, teams for Baylor athletics. They continue men's cross country front and center today. It's in the Waco Tribune Herald. Talk about all that when we come back. Stay with us, John Morris Show. Brought to you by. 
Marineland Boating Center. Marineland uh, Boating Center at I-35 and Loop 340 South. Hey, they've got a good plan in place. If you would like to contact them, either give them a call at 254-662-0676 or uh, send them an email and say, hey, I'd like to come out, and they'll meet you outside in the yard and take uh, take you around and show you what you want to look at while you're there. They'll do everything very safely. You can certainly uh, connect with them uh, via their website at marinelandwacoyamaha.com, uh, or, uh, and then they'll take care of the rest from there. You see something you like, you want to buy, they'll do all the paperwork online, and then they'll deliver your uh, boat uh, or whatever you purchase uh, to you. So they make it very simple, and uh, they are still going uh, full speed ahead with business at Marineland Boating Center. Check it out. They uh, have been making memories since 1983, and they want to help make some new memories for you as we head toward the summer months. Check them out on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. That is Marineland Boating Center at I-35 and Loop 340 South. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Coach Gene Stallings joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Junction comes up a lot. Bear Bryant, you know, some negative things have come out of that story. There's some incredibly positive stories. Now, the only cute thing that happened at Junction, this was a Saturday night. Coach Bryant came in meeting with the team, and he said, tomorrow is Sunday. How many of you guys like to go church tomorrow? Boy, we all shot our hands up. <laughs> And he said, Troy Sumlin, the manager around, he said, now, Troy, I want you to go down and get everybody's name that wants to go to church. And Coach Bryant looked at the list. Everybody was on except one player. And he said, isn't this nice? Everybody want to go to church? We're going to go right after we practice. (laughs) 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 We know we're going to go to church instead of practice. It's the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show presented by Central National Bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox Monday through Fridays, 3 to 6. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. My house has a new is here and so is home improvement season it's time to get those windows replaced call universal windows direct of central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows are spaced with aerospace technology called super spacer and they have a life expectancy five times that of other systems and they offer zero percent financing for 60 months That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. Saturday, 8 to 5. On Wednesday, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst Mel Kuyper Jr. gave his thoughts on Baylor's Denzel Mims on his pre-draft conference call. The Baylor offense, obviously, is something people question coming out of there with route running. Senior Bowl week certainly helped him in that regard. Then he goes and has a phenomenal uh, combine workout where he did everything spectacularly well. Uh, was 6'3", 207, ran under 4'4", vertical almost 40 inches at the great three cones. So I think you look at Denzel Mims, I think he's a borderline first, almost put him in the late first, but he's in that late one, early two category. Also on Wednesday, four UMHB football players were named to the NFF Hampshire Honor Society. Defensive lineman Elijah Cross, linebacker Tevin Jones, defensive lineman Joey Longoria, and quarterback Luke Foreman. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Final segment, John Morris Show on this Thursday morning, brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. John Morris sheltered in at home here in Hewitt. Q in the studio making things work for us. And Q, we talked yesterday about uh, yesterday being uh, Jackie Robinson Day uh, in honor of Jackie Robinson, who broke into Major League Baseball April 15th, 1947. So the anniversary of that, uh, teams around uh, Major League Baseball have retired his number, number 42. Mentioned the movie 42. If anybody has not seen that, uh, recommended that. Uh, And this uh, news came out yesterday after we were off the air. But uh, this uh, guy named Thomas Tull, his company is Tullco. Thomas Tull was the producer of the movie 42. He donated through his company $4.2 million of uh, protective medical equipment to help health organizations uh, battle the coronavirus pandemic yesterday. So how about that? Uh, You know, kind of putting your money where your mouth is, uh, donating $4.2 million, of course, ties in to the number 42. But that uh, that news came out yesterday. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that really is. And, you know, there's there's been a lot of different organizations, a lot of different people. I mean, just a lot of. Uh, people just coming together right now at this time of of need for uh, the whole country, and I just I find it really really fascinating that as much as a lot of times we'll we'll fight and argue as people, we at some point can come together and realize that hey, you know what? Let's just come together and make this work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, generosity is really showing through in a lot of ways. That's four point two million. That's a lot of money, and, and certainly not all of us can do that. Very right. few of us could do something like that. But also read a story yesterday of a guy who was a regular at a donut place, uh, and this isn't even local. This is not not in Waco, not in Central Texas. Uh, it's somewhere I think in Ohio is where it is. But he's a regular at this donut place, and he knew you know that they were struggling, you know, like a lot of businesses are. So he came in bought his regular uh, one custard donut, which is what he always gets, and he paid them $1,000 for wow. the donut. Nice. How about that? Very and nice. Just, uh, I didn't even know the donut shops were still open. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it was just drive through. Right. You know? Yeah. That's probably right. But uh, here's a guy that, you know, he wanted to help them, and he did that in nice. his way. So pretty cool story, you know, mm-hmm. again, of generosity there. It really is. Again, and there's, you know, like I said, there's, there's countless uh, ends uh, uh, and stories about, you know, people that are making extra, you know, eff- effort to help out people. And I just think that that's really, really cool. Right. All right. Uh, the uh, project continues uh, naming the all-decade teams for the 90s for Baylor sports. Uh, this is something Baylor Athletics is doing in cooperation with the Waco Tribune Herald. Uh, there's another team that has been unveiled in the Trib today, uh, and this is men's cross-country all-decade team. The runner of the decade is Brad Miles, and a great choice there, really uh, the best choice to be the runner of the decade. So there's a story in the Trib about that. It, it'll be on the Baylor website as well at BaylorBears.com. But uh, the all-decade team has headed up by Brad Miles uh, for Baylor, and that is men's cross-country that is front and center today. The next team that will be announced, and it comes up on Sunday in the trib, is women's basketball. So that'll be a fun Ooh, one. You yeah. think about uh, the players and the success Baylor women's basketball has had in the last decade, and uh, that was, uh, you know, there were some tough calls mm-hmm. to make there in naming a first team uh, and a second team and a player of the decade, a uh, uh, defensive player of the decade. Uh, and so that's coming up on Sunday, the Baylor women's basketball all-decade team. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, yeah. I know as soon yeah. as you said that, I thought, whoa. <laughs> Glad that's not me having to make that call because that's going to be a tough one. So, yeah, everyone's got uh, got their work cut out for them on that one. Yeah, and I would say this, and I don't think I'm giving away any trade secrets, but that's been the – there have been some – there were the toughest calls we've had so far in naming that team, the all-decade team for women's basketball, uh, compared to the others that we've done. Women's and men's cross-country uh, softball has been announced already, and then women's basketball coming up. That was the that was the toughest one we've had so far. I, and I have no doubt about it. I mean, yep. again, like I said, as soon as you mentioned women's basketball, I kind of thought, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I'm glad that I wasn't in that position because I could just hear someone now saying, Q, really? <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. this person? And I mean, that's always the, the problem. It's always the what about this person. It's never really the anger or not anger, but the the the, you know, getting, you know, upset or whatever about, oh, this person made it. It's about this person that didn't make it, you know, so <laughs> right. it's always it's always something. So, yeah, I'm glad that's not my job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and, you know, kind of, you know, that's what makes horse races. Uh, people look at it differently, you know, with different players. But uh, we got a group uh, that gets together that, uh, you know, we 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 really do vote on it uh, if it comes down to some close calls and we vote on it. And we've got five people that are on the committee, so it's not an even number so it works out right. uh, and and there'll be some debate no doubt about some of these and there will be some debate coming up about <laughs> this women's basketball team not that the ones that have been selected aren't worthy of it but then you say well how could you leave so and so right you know, and how could this yep. person not be on the all-decade team so uh you know not everybody can make it it's uh you know it's a 10-person team or, or really a first team and then a second team uh so you know only 10 make it 
Well, it'll be a fun conversation we have on Monday. That's for sure. That'll be good. Yep, yep. <laughs> that'll be part so, of our conversation. <laughs> that'll be good. So that's uh, the men's all-decade team in cross-country is in the trib today. And then women's basketball's all-decade team uh, comes out, is released on Sunday. Uh, a couple of birthdays to mention today. Today is uh, SK's birthday, uh, Sarah Catherine Stevens. Works with us in Baylor Athletics. It's her birthday. Uh, happy birthday to SK. Uh, it's John Murray's birthday. John is out in Lubbock. He was a trainer out there for many, many years. His dad, before him, Ken Murray, was a trainer uh, at Texas Tech. So happy birthday to John. I think he's still, as far as I know, he's still in Lubbock. Yeah, he is. So uh, happy birthday to John Murray today. Uh, Robert Mills' birthday is today. Uh, Q, if you ever want somebody, need somebody to take you fishing, this is a guy to recommend to you, Robert Mills. I think my dad would be so offended by that because all the time growing up, I never wanted to go fishing because it was always too <laughs> slow for me. And he's uh, he called me not to, too long ago the other day and said, hey, I'm out here and I'm just enjoying a bunch of natural land and you know, checking out the, you know, the earth. And I know it's not really your, your style, but I'm just letting you know, it's a lot of fun out here. So yeah, if I, if I chose to go fishing, I went with someone else, he'd probably call me and say, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get you. I couldn't pay you to go with me. (laughs) Exactly. So, but uh, happy birthday to Robert. uh, And uh, he may wet a line today on his birthday. It's going to be great weather for it. Today's Blaine Spradlin's birthday today as well. So there's a few to mention to you. Happy birthday to those folks. Hope you have a great Great and uh, socially distanced uh, birthday today. All right, we got to move out of here. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, remember uh, Q and Ward and Stephen coming up at noon. What do you guys have coming up on Unnecessary Roughness? Well, we'll talk to John Walleen, SID there at UMHB, talk about what uh, is going on on the campus of uh, uh, of the Crusaders. And obviously there's not a lot going on there, but just, uh, just check in with him, see how things are going, uh, how they're maintaining it right now, and, and what kind of plans they have in place for the athletic departments moving forward. Uh, then we'll continue our ESPN Central Texas NFL mock draft. Uh, we're up to number 16, uh, Atlanta Falcons. We'll be talking to D. Orlando Ledbetter out there in Atlanta and at one thirty, And then uh, Kyle Yeomans, who used to be here. He's, oh, yeah. uh, he's part of the draft network for the Cowboys. He'll join us at 2 o'clock to, to make that number 17 pick for the Cowboys. Very cool. Yep. So Kyle has advanced to the point that he's making the pick for the Cowboys. He's doing it pretty big. Yearly. He's doing it pretty big. I'm really, really proud of Kyle. <laughs> we, we saw him kind of grow up as a young man, and so uh, re- very happy for him, and he'll join us at 2 o'clock. Very cool. You tell him I said hello, please. Will do. Will do. All right, we'll tune in for that. That's Unnecessary Roughness, noon to 3. Matt Mosley, 3 to 6 this afternoon. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Lord willing, we'll be back with you tomorrow at 9. Thanks for being with us on ESPN Central Texas.